Good afternoon and welcome to Daily Confession with Carter and Carry on Unsafe Space. Today is Wednesday, November 20th. Good afternoon to everyone except the ACLU. <laughs> uh, I, so, Carrie, I know we're going to talk about the ACLU tweet. But you've got to tell me something else first. Yeah, there's one. I, I can't help it. I'm sorry. No, and tell me. Audi- I'll apologize to the audience because normally I say this kind of stuff to Carrie before the show, but we don't have time today. So I'm just going to say it on the show. It's kind of relevant. Um, without saying where we were, I so... I'm in a disagreement about homeschooling with uh, the mother of my child, <laughs> and we don't always see eye to eye. And uh, so I'm agreeing to visit potential middle schools because next year will be time for middle school. So in that spirit, we visited a middle school. I won't say where it is, but I'll just say private school in the belly of the beast, if you can imagine places in the Bay Area that might be. Um, And uh, we sat down and the video they showed us at the beginning was of children literally filling out that form, Carrie, that you and I did a show about with like the intersectional, my plumber identifies as blah, blah, or whatever. Yeah, doing that. And then talking about some intersectional class thing they had. So like, okay, I took a deep breath. Fine. we, We watched that. Then they did a little tour. There were some problems with, uh, they were actually really good educators, which was frightening because they like really understood child psychology and childhood development and pedagogy. They were really, really good educators. So without the, without the social justice, the school would have been awesome. But so we, we you know, visited all the things. We saw that. I, you could see some of the stuff that they were doing in class that was going to bias children and, and whatever. So fine, I expected that. But then... Um, you know, I'm already feeling kind of like, oh, this isn't great. And then at the end, they have another presentation. And uh, these, these three things happen in the first part of the presentation. One person stands up and says, uh, some administrator at the school, well, some schools are into diversity and inclusion, but we know that equity is actually more important. And they started talking about social justice, actually mentioned social justice as very important. Wow, equity. about the only purpose of education being to make, like the reason for education is so that you can be effective activists to change the world. That's the reason. Um, Then said, someone asked a question about, uh, someone asked a question about, do students get to choose some of their own activities? One of the answers, there are a couple different ways in which they got to choose activities, but one of them was, well, you know, sir, there are lots of race-based affinity groups that the students can join on their own. <laughs> like, okay, wow. did you just say race-based, race-based affinity groups? So, yeah. This is like a little indoctrination factory. Right, so literally, and talking about social justice, but then, so Carrie, this is the, the culmination, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like hold, so my daughter's with me, and she's like, dad, like, you know, don't make a scene, right? So I'm like trying to be... <laughs> I'm like trying to be quiet, right? She says I laughed during this part out loud. I thought I kept it to myself, but um, maybe she's more objective. The head of schools gets up. I'm like, all right, we're going to hear from the head of schools. First thing, first thing out of his mouth. I'll, I'll call him Bob. I don't want to reveal his name. Hi, everyone. My name is Bob. My pronouns are he, him, his. <laughs> and I laughed, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I would have too. I'm sorry. I I'm I would yeah. 
<laughs> and so I, I asked my daughter later, obviously this is not, the school's no longer on our list, but I asked my daughter later, uh, <laughs> I said, so can I ask you a question? When Bob got up there in front of everyone, before he said anything, did you have any, any idea that he might be a woman? <laughs> like, any doubt that he was a man he like he had like a full beard he, like the old bearded guy <laughs> he, he, like, there was nothing there was no ambiguity about his gender but uh i you know it is so it's so horrible carrie i mean we want the best for our kids and so i'm you know i'm giving this a shot i'm looking around at oh gosh but uh man every moment i think well homeschool i don't have the resources to provide her with all the things i'd like to uh, then I go see one of these schools and it's like, yeah, I think I'll, uh, I'll pass. It's I like an I'll oncologist who, who devotes his time to giving people cancer. Yeah. Like you're saying, it's even scarier when they understand child psychology and pedagogy, because then they can do a really thorough job of indoctrinating your child. Oh, they were very competent. Like yeah. they were extreme. It was a great, like great learning. Like I'm sure she would have, she would learn some things really well but it would all be in this framework of social justice and and it yeah i had a talk with a friend recently who homeschools her kids and she was talking about how difficult and trying it is especially at the ages that they're at right now and but that but then she said however no matter how difficult it is i mean she's like there's no way i could put them in public school knowing what you know knowing what's happening there there's no way yeah. So this is my only option. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But I like, I just, it couldn't have been more over the top. I felt like, uh, I felt like everything that we said is happening was just like laid out in presentation format as a pitch to come to the school, <laughs> to the parents. Um, you should, we should load a DVD with some of our best episodes about this. And you can just, when you turn the schools down, you could be like, here's why. And just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. here's my rejection letter here's my rejection list of episodes <laughs> yeah um so i have a heart out today i know um, we'll, let's get to real subjects and we'll get, uh, no i'm just saying uh, just so people know we're going to try and keep this short um and i apologize because this is a topic i have a lot of passion about and i'm very very wound up about so just keep me on track carter <laughs> so i can get I, i'm gonna i'm gonna let you rant it's fun <laughs> <laughs> oh my do you want to see the tweet first yeah well i've got it here hold on okay good you can you can pull it up then. um okay so yesterday was international men's day happy international men's day carter which by the way <laughs> i think those things are dumb anyway i don't care if it's yeah that's why i didn't talk about it on the show i did tweet about it just as a you know toxic masculinity doesn't exist but i didn't want to give it a lot of do yeah it's like come on i think i forgot to get you a card carter <laughs> anyway, um, this is what the ACLU tweeted. Now, I've got a couple things to say about the ACLU. Well, anyway, read this out loud because some people are listening. Okay. ACLU tweeted, there's no one way to be a man. Men who get their periods are men. <laughs> men who get pregnant and give birth are men. <laughs> Trans and non-binary men belong. Hashtag International Men's Day. Where do they belong? Uh, I don't know because uh, where do they belong? Because apparently man doesn't mean anything. So what are you trying to transition to? If man means absolutely nothing, 
where is it that you're trying to belong? I don't get it. Like what, it does man have a meaning or does it not? No. And it, with them, it doesn't, it, nothing, nothing about this makes any sense. But this pissed me off for a couple reasons. Uh, one, most obviously, they can't even, they can't even say anything positive about men on International Men's Day. They have to make it about women who want to be men. They have to yeah, make it about- that pissed me off too. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, okay, great. You can't even say anything about men. You got to talk about women. The other thing that's obviously wrong with this is that uh, this is biologically untrue. This is factually untrue. This is complete ideological crap. Uh, men do not get periods. Men do not get pregnant and give birth. That's not a thing that happens. And it's like say it's like posting a tweet saying two plus two equals five. One of the best responses I saw was Matt Walsh. He was like, you know, a, a circle is also a perfectly good square or like, you know, yeah. a circle no with way to be a circle. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. A circle that has eight sides. is also, a, you know, a circle. No, it's not. It's not a circle then, you know, like either words mean something or they don't. And so this is all factually untrue. And then the thing that really, the third thing that really bothers me about this is that the ACLU died a couple years ago and this is part of its rebirth. So I don't know if people were paying attention, but there were these leaked internal documents that came out uh, a little over a year ago. And in those documents, it, it, they, they were blatantly talking about and arguing about the fact that they're going to switch course, that they're no longer going to focus on civil liberties, which is their entire purpose. They're not going to defend it's in the name, right? It's in the name, the ACLU of civil liberties, right? They are no longer going to defend free speech and civil liberties. If, if it's at odds with SJW ideology, now, they didn't call it SJW ideology, but that's what they meant. If it's so at it's odds. SJU now, it should be the new acronym. Yeah. They should just change it because that's not, they are no longer doing what they do. And, um, I, I used to donate to them. I know a lot of liberals who were pissed off about this because it's like, you know, part of the reason we supported the ACLU is because they were, they used to be principled. They used to defend free speech and civil liberties, no matter who it was, because they had principles. They would defend people with odious views. They would defend, they took a lot of flack from the left leftists because they defended the KKK, you know, like they would, they would defend their right to assemble, even if they had odious racist views. They were, it's like freedom of speech for everyone or no one. So now they're like, eh, don't care so much about freedom of speech or civil liberties. We're just here to indoctrinate people into our ideology. And this is, this is, this is the new ACLU guys. What about this has anything to do in this tweet? What, what, what does this have anything to do with civil liberties, individual rights, free speech, nothing. Well, they would argue that uh, of paramount importance is the right for women who wish they were men to be uh to get all of the benefits of being a man in society and have their delusions uh completely and utterly validated by every what member. benefits are those could they can I'm, they get their prostate checked i don't know yes gad sad <laughs> said i'm married to a gad's response was i'm married to uh what do you say my wife my wife is identifies as a man, but as a biological female, can someone please, uh, you know, tell me a doctor who can check her prostate? <laughs> yeah. I said, no, my husband, my husband is a biological female. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can someone, can you, ACLU, can you pr provide a reference for someone that can check her prostate? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, 
that that's funny because it points to the fact that this is a biological untruth like he was using humor to point out that this is absurd and um i actually had people arguing with me about this i actually had people arguing with me okay at some point i'm like really you're gonna this is the hill you're gonna die on is you're gonna say that men can get their periods and that men can get pregnant and they do they pull out all the they pull out all the uh uh, false arguments. And a lot of these we just read about on Coddling of the American Mind. They make it all about either or. They try to say, um, either you're okay with speaking lies like this, or you hate trans people. Right. That's not true. And right. a lot of trans people are sick of this. Actually, trans friend of mine was like, this doesn't represent me. And this makes me cringe because this political ideology has nothing to do with me. And by the way, he's a biological woman who identifies He's like, by the way, I haven't had my period in 30 years. Most trans men go on uh, hormones and stop having their period. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's a good point. They don't even have So yeah. we don't even care. What is this about? Like, this is just a political thing for them. And, and it makes life harder for me. You know, that's what he was saying. It's like, this isn't good for trans people. And that, this, everything about this sucks. I, I, the ACLU, um, RIP, rest in peace ACLU, you used to mean something and stand for something. And uh, now you're just another ideological indoctr indoctrination center. And the, the thing about this, ugh, I know I'm on a tear, but one more thing. We've talked about this. It doesn't matter what the organization is, what the community, any organization, church, company, uh, community, online community, like the knitting community on Instagram, any group can be infiltrated by this belief system. And once it reaches a critical mass within that closed group, and it takes over, it becomes the number one priority in that group. So once there were enough SJWs, and I've heard a little bit about the internal war that happened here, happened there. Once there were enough SJWs there to take over, um, this is what you get. It ceases to be about civil liberties. Whatever the original purpose of the group was, or the organization or the church, whatever the original purpose was, is subverted and this ideology becomes primary. Yes, there's a um, there's a parasite that I think infects ants and makes them uh, and forces them to uh, not forces them I guess infects their brain and makes them crawl to the top of a little leaf where they where they then die and like the I guess a fungus or something grows out of the top or the parasite I don't know, grows out of the top of the head and gets picked up and spreads or whatever it is it's like a parasitic fungus I think um, that's what that's what social justice is right it's this uh, it's this parasitic organism. This is what this is the terms convergence, which we've talked about previously. But it's a parasitic uh, ideology that comes in and uses the host for the propagation of its ideology without regard to the health or long-term viability of the host itself. It will kill the host because it's not a it's not a parasite that needs the host to continue living. It's a parasite that has it's it's part of a larger parasitic ecosystem. So it uses the resources of the host. And is happy with to kill it because there's other copies of that parasite out there. They're going to move forward, and obviously the ultimate goal is to to change Western civilization completely. But that is an excellent analogy. The parasitic, yeah, the host. The, the, it is a par that I that's brilliant. This ideology is a parasite that comes in, latches on to whatever the purpose, whatever your group is, whatever your closed community is. If it's a church, if it's a organization, a nonprofit, if it's a company, it latches onto it, sucks the life out of it, makes it about feeding the, feeding the parasite. 
feeding the ideology kills it yeah. in the end. Yes. It's, I mean, it's the other analogy that I like, which is a little bit more uh, horror movie-esque, horror movie-esque, I guess, uh, or horrific is, uh, is zombies. And I know that zombies is like a trite thing to say, but it is, it's the zombie virus trope. It's uh, social justice comes in, you get infected with it because you get bitten and take maybe sometimes it takes a while to gestate, but eventually you're biting your friend and yeah. you're not the person that you were anymore. You're all about social justice. And it does that to organizations as well. Um, yeah. You know, Carrie, I was thinking like I, a lot of times because they play this either or game with us where it's like, well, if you don't, if you don't think that men who get their periods are men, you must hate trans people and you're a bigot and a homophobe and a transphobe or whatever it is. Um, Let's just walk through what I, this is what I think a rational society, how they would treat actual issues of intersex and trans issues. Right? By the way, before you do that, yeah. you say intersex and I want to make one other point. The same person who tried to use the either or falsehood, which is yes, don't let people do that to you. Either you're with me or against me. No, sorry. I'm not with you. I'm also not anti-trans, like right. whatever. That's a, that's a falsehood. Then they tried to use the uh, catastrophizing. They tried to say, if you oppose this, then you're against trans people's even right to exist. Right. Uh, clear, yes. Clearly, I'm not against your right to exist. Quit using hyperbole and overreacting and trying to catastrophize this. Right. And then the third thing this person did is what you just mentioned, intersex. He moved the goalposts at the end because he couldn't, he wasn't winning the argument. And so at the end, he said, what about intersex people? And he didn't call them intersex, but he said, you know, what about people who don't fit into X, Y, or, or, um, right. Um, uh, uh, XX. And Which is like, why I want to address it because that's the one that I think, I think right. rational people, that's the germ of doubt about the binary nature of sex that is used to push this anti scientific crap about men having periods. And I, I want you to address it. I just want to say quickly when somebody does that in an argument and he did that, it's like point out the fact that they just shifted the goalposts. That's what they're doing. I was like, you're not, you're not talking about trans people anymore, dude. Now you're talking about intersex people. Okay. Because uh, you can't win the argument on the terms we were already talking about. So you want to switch to something else and now talk about intersex people, which, by the way, intersex people make up less than 1% of the population. It's a fraction of one percentage. And it's people who have a genetic anomaly. It's a statistical anomaly. You want to use that to define the norm. As you've mentioned before, Carter, there are more people who have an extra finger than there are people who are who don't fit into male or female. That's not a trans person. Quit conflating that with a trans person and quit moving the goalpost. Either talk about trans people or talk about intersex, but don't pretend like that's the same thing. Right. Okay, that's my little thing. No, I, no, I, I agree, but I, I, the reason I want to talk about intersex is because I think it is used as a wedge into um, corrupt thinking about this. So um, there are a very, very small percentage of the population that's intersex, um, and they can have like... Uh, you know, an extra chromosome or maybe, or sometimes they'll have like um, both sets of organs, but one might be internal. And so they don't notice it. Like testes are internal for some reason. And it's not noticed. There are anomalies that happen. Those are um, medically recognized as anomalies as just like a sixth finger is an anomaly. Like the fact that some people have six fingers doesn't mean hands have no definition for the number of fingers they have. Like, no. Gloves are still five-finger gloves. It's not a bigoted to have a five-finger glove and expect people to have five fingers. Just some people have an anomaly. Okay, fine. 
So when you have someone who's, who's coming up and saying, hey, because typically if you think about trans, it's people, their argument is like, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I identify as, we'll use their language, I identify as the opposite gender. Maybe I'm a, I'm a man who identifies as a, as a woman or I'm a woman who identifies as a man. And what they mean by that is I don't feel like, I'm a, I'm a female, I have the female biology, but I don't feel like a female, right? I don't, I don't feel like a female, I feel like, uh, I, I, feel like I, I fit in more with males in psychologically and mentally. Um, and and the, the, I think the rational response to that is, first of all, maybe do a little bit of medical uh, inquiry to figure out, well, are you one of these small percentage of intersex people? Because if that's true, maybe there's something real going on and you, you might act, because sometimes intersex people maybe do need surgery, they need to have the, the other organs uh, removed or there's hormone problems going on or whatever. So first, like, it's, it's fine to actually do the medical work to see if there actually is a problem. But assuming that there isn't then an anomaly medically, at that point, uh, I, it's pretty clear to me that the answer, as, aside from therapy, should be, look, you don't, there's no one way to be a female in the sense that like, so this is the part where I kind of, I don't, I don't agree with what the ACLU is saying because that's not what they mean by this, but you don't have to like dollhouses and dresses and whatever the stereotypical female things. If you feel like you want to play football and hockey and like do stereotypical male things, you're allowed to be a woman and be that. You can, a woman can do, like, a woman can be stereotypically male things. A male can do stereotypical female things. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you're in the wrong body. It doesn't mean you, there's anything, like, you don't need to change the definition of biologically what you are. You don't need to say, well, I feel like a woman, therefore I am a woman. You can just say, no, I'm going to be a man who is, you know, more effeminate and I, this is how I like to be. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be boy George or whatever it is from the 80s, right? I'm going to be that direction or I'm going to be a, a woman who is just more butch and that's going to be my uh, way of being. And that's totally okay. And, and if you've got some anxiety beyond expressing yourself fully without also self-negating because trans like self-negate also is like, well, I, I hate the fact that I'm this other gender, right? I hate the fact that I'm the wrong quote, wrong sex. Like, okay, you need to learn to express who you want to be and be comfortable with who you actually are. Like, I don't like that. I'm short. I'm not about to go have, you know, an extra few inches of steel put into my femurs so that I can be taller. Like that's not, I, I accept the kind of body I'm born into and then I express myself how I want to in that body. That doesn't mean like you don't get to then say, well, the, what we need to do is change the body that you're in and have everyone else agree that you're actually this other thing that you're not. Um, so I, I just, I have a, I have a caveat to that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people do. I do. I believe some people, some people do. do. It's what? very, very, do need to change some people it's a very small percentage of people who do better when they transition and that's fine if you're one of that it's like a, less than a fraction of a percent of people most people uh if before we started indoctrinating kids and people with this religion of if you feel differently therefore you are and you're in the wrong body and you need to medically change before we started doing that we used to do therapy and they found that the majority of people 
eventually came to terms with their actual biological sex and were happy that they did not transition. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, we let, you let people work it out, but there's a very small percentage of people who do for whatever reason feel bad that it's not just that they want to be Blair White doesn't just want to be a feminine man. Blair White wants to be considered a woman and called she and her. And that's fine with me. I don't care. Do what you want. Uh, those, those trans people like Blair White also do not agree with this crap being pushed on people well, because Blair yeah. White would never pretend that she's a biological woman. And you know, like my friend who was commenting in the thread would never pretend that he is a biological man. Like he, he wants to be referred to as a man and as he and Blair wants to be referred to as she, fine. But there's not this, they want to do the activists the, who pretend to speak on behalf of trans people and they don't. Um, they want to they do away with the category of biological sex entirely. They want to pretend like biological sex is a social construction. It's not. It's a biological fact. And I, 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 anyway, that's my caveat is for even with people who, the very small percentage of people who uh, do not, in the end, feel comfortable with their biological sex, most of those people that I know are not on board with this crap either. Right. So, so my point wasn't that it, it never gets to that point, but my point right, right, was right. it starts with, you know, you, it starts with therapy and maybe medical investigation to see if there's actually something, there's an anomaly. Um, and if it doesn't get to that point, like, yes, it may be, it may be that you end up with someone who's like, you know what? Um, I don't just want to be an effeminate man. I like, I like, this is thought about it. We've gone through the therapy, we resolved other issues. Um, do I have like, do I think it's, it's probably not, I, I personally think it's probably not healthy most of the time to, to take that extra step, but maybe it is sometimes. And I don't really know. And it's not my call and I don't want it to be my call. I don't care. So it's their call. So fine. They, they, they work on the psychology, but even when they make the transition, like even let's just take Blair for an example, I would say, okay, you can present as a, as a, you know, we've done therapy. Let's assume she's gone through all the therapy. I don't know her details, but say Blair's gone through all the therapy. Okay, fine. This is really something that's important. It really matters to her. She really, you know, we're certain that there's not other unresolved psychological issues there. Um, and there's no anomalies. She's, and she falls into this category of like, maybe a transition is actually warranted. Okay. Still, the, the message to Blair is you'll never be a biological female. We can't change that about you. What we can do is help you present as a woman and, and be considered a woman by society in general. Um, but you know, something you're always going to have to live with is when you go to the hospital and they ask what sex you are, you're going to have to always say male. You may have to say male with some caveats if you've had some surgery or your hormones or whatever, but we can't change the fundamental biology of what you are. So but they want to. I understand, like, but I'm just talking yeah. about like how a, a no, rational, no, no, no. I mean, passionate society would approach this kind of thing. How they would, they, right? Right. This is what you would do, Blair. Like, yes, you can be. You can present as a woman. People who are normal, average, like generous, nice people will see that you're presenting as a woman, refer to you as a woman, see that that's how you're living and what you really want to be, and that it's important to you. But um, when you go to the hospital, you can't sue them if they treat you like. Uh, a man or if they like if they you have to you have to understand that your biology didn't change your biology well, did not change as an aside that's not the world we live in and they are trying to 
accommodate people's delusions, even at the hospitals. And we've mentioned this before. I have a friend who works at Harvard Medical School, no medical background whatsoever. Her, her background is in activism and ideology. And her job is to indoctrinate medical students with this crap. And she, they just celebrated a victory I saw on her Facebook page last year because the hospital decided it was gonna take male and female off of the hospital bracelet. So they would no longer be identifying you as male or female. What could go wrong with that? Well, we've already seen the woman who uh, was pregnant and the baby died because she went to the hospital with abdominal pains, but, but was a trans man and presented as a man and told them she was a man and they didn't identify what the they didn't identify that she was pregnant soon enough because she didn't tell them she, she was a woman. A man, that's that's <laughs> my point. I'm not saying. Well, yeah. My whole, my whole point was like this is how it should be handled, not this right. is, is being handled. And I'm just saying this is how it's being handled. Yeah, it's being handled in the opposite way of the way yeah. it should be. What we're doing is saying, um, you know, men who get their periods are men, men who get pregnant and give birth are men. That's that's what we seem to be saying, right? Um. And that's not true. None of that's true. I, I, have, I have one other quick thing. Maybe we should do a kafefi more on this because there's a lot more, but, but I'm constrained. <laughs> this one guy, this one guy kept arguing and, and, and using these false um, arguments that the, the whole false tech, they're like, Oh, well, you're with me against me. False or, yeah. Yeah. The false psychotomy. And then also using the uh, catastrophizing, using sarcasm. And I pointed out to him, it's like the way he was using sarcasm wasn't even, wasn't even skillful. It's like, you're using it as a crutch. You're not, and you're smart enough not to have to lean on it like that. Like sarcasm, I think is a great, he was like, sarcasm is a great tool. Yeah, I think so too. And this is not a time to use it. Like you can just speak your mind. You don't have to, you're not using it deftly like, like a surgeon as a scalpel. You're using it as a crutch literally because you're too lazy to say what you think and to make an argument. Sarcasm is not a great debate tool. It's a great tool for entertainment, conversation, gotchas, but it's not a good, like... There's nowhere to go in conversation when you start doing that. And, like, you're basically saying the conversation's over. Because he was like, he says, uh, well, it would be awful if the ACLU starts recognizing gay people as human or something like that. It's like, dude, A, you don't believe that, so you're saying something you don't believe and you think you're clever because it's sarcasm, right? Uh, but I don't believe that. Nobody in this thread believes that. So why are you saying it? There's nowhere for this to go. That's the clumsy, lazy attempt at sarcasm. It's not skillful at all. And it's beneath you. So just say what you want to say if you want to continue the conversation. Otherwise, what you're doing is saying, I'm going to say something I don't believe in, you don't believe in, the conversation's over. Like, that's stupid. It's a right. waste of my time and yours. So, but anyway, he did that. But, but at the, one of the things he said was just really, really got to me. And they depend on this. They depend on this for people. He goes, what's the big deal? Like, this is just, this is just so minor. And this is just a, uh, uh, gosh, what's the word he used? It's just, it's just the smallest, like, it's not a big deal, right? Like, why is everyone freaking out? This is just such a minor thing. And I'm like, are you for real? Like, this is like saying two plus two equals five. Why can't you guys just say, why can't you just repeat that? Huh? Like, why can't you guys just be down with it? It's just a, such a small thing. It's Just, funny because they're simultaneously saying, what's the big deal? And they're catastrophizing if you don't do it. Like the world will end. So like, yeah, well, I guess it's a big deal then, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but, but what's the big deal with just lying and saying two plus two is five guys? Like, let's just all agree. We'll just say two plus two is five. And what's the big deal with that? And I was reminded of, and I said to him, it's like, um, here's the big deal. You know that Alexander Solzhenitsyn quote, like, let the lie come into the world. Let it even triumph but not through me. 
and I am not going to speak. This is how you, this is how an entire society and culture starts to crumble is by accepting these lies and saying, "What's the big deal? It's just." Just pretend like a woman is a man and man's a woman and just that biological sex isn't real. What's the big deal, guys? Let's all lie together. Let's be cool with being forced to lie. And here's what happens. Here's what the big deal is. This happened yesterday to uh, Trigonometry, which is a comedy channel. Um, they did an interview with Posey Parker in which they pushed back actually quite a bit against her beliefs, but she was very outspoken. I thought she was amazing. And uh, she basically said, Trans women aren't women. And this is a, a YouTube notice that they got sent with their video was outperforming their others. It was very popular. Also, obviously controversial because where it's 2019 guys, you can't say biological, you can't make a statement of biological fact. You can't say trans women aren't women when they're not women. You can't say men aren't women. Well, they're not women, but you can't say that YouTube says, Hey, our team has reviewed your content. And unfortunately we think it violates our hate speech policy. We've removed it from YouTube. They took the video down. That, that's what the big deal is. You, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna name call. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the big deal is, you moron. Okay, I will say it, you moron. Like that's what the big deal is. You know, if the ACLU of old was involved in this issue, they would be fighting for trigonometry's uh, rights to have free speech. That's what they would be fighting for. Damn, what an excellent point. I, yes. The old ACLU would be standing up for trigonometry right now. They'd be repping Megan Murphy for free in court right now. Yes. Oh my gosh. What yeah. an excellent point that I totally missed. <laughs> Thank you, Carter. Well, Carrie, this makes me want to interview Posey Parker, whom I have reached out to, and we will see if she responds. I was just saying, I would love to talk to her, but regardless, I'm glad there are people like that like her out there speaking this even if they're getting censored you guys should all go to BitChute and watch the full interview because it's not on youtube anymore because youtube hey are there any other liberals like me who are getting sick and tired of these big companies telling us what we can and can't watch and what we can't listen to what ideas we can have i'm sick of it and and i'm sick of being told that i can't speak truth because truth is now hate speech to say something true like tiger is not a dog tiger's a cat guys and if you're not cool with calling him a cat, I'm going to call it hate speech and ban you from my platform. He's a What's cat. What's the big deal? <laughs> What's the big deal? It's a cat. Just call it a cat. Make Carrie happy. Just call him a cat, guys. What's the big deal? If you don't call him a cat, you're against my right to exist. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? I mean, I, you know, we joke, but that's where this is headed. This is why you stand up for truth, even if it seems little, because pushing lies... Like this, that lie, uh, it might seem like a little thing, but it has huge consequences that we can't huge. even predict. Lying has massive consequences. And not only does it have consequences because of that particular lie, but it opens the door for a whole host of lies. You Once know, they get you to start accepting and speaking lies out of fear like this, what's the big deal? Just say and speak this lie. You think there aren't going to be more? Right. What's the big deal? I identify as a heart surgeon. Lie down. <laughs> You're against my right to, exi to exist. Yeah. As a heart Are you trying to invalidate my right to exist? Are you invalidating my very existence? No, I'm saying you're not a heart surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can exist. You exist. You're if not a heart you surgeon. Don't let me do brain surgery on you. You are invalidating my right to exist. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my gosh. What's the big deal? What's the big deal, guys? <laughs> if you have compassion, yeah, you'll let me operate on you. <laughs> my in fairness, in fairness, the counter argument they would say is I would actually be doing harm to other people as a brain surgeon. And my counter argument to that is this idea actually does do harm to people, particularly, and we've talked about this a lot, particularly children where who are being, there's a modern day Tuskegee experiment happening with children who would probably end up identifying more as gay or lesbian, but who are, are uh, having, let's say, non-heteronormative thoughts as children being told, therefore you are this other sex. Here's a bunch of untested hormone blocker therapy and let's shove you off into surgery. Oh, by the way, you may be sterile for the rest of your life and uh, we've permanently altered uh, your development in a way that can never be recovered. But you know, hey, uh, the ACLU says that uh, there's no one way to be a man. So that who men, are we to question? The ACLU says men can have periods and get pregnant and give birth, guys. Right. <laughs> uh, goodbye, ACLU. I encourage you guys, if you see them on the street, I saw them last year, these young, inarticulate people, out, employees for the ACLU, trying to sign up members. And I told them, I used to be a member. I used to donate money. I will never again. And because you guys don't stand for civil liberties, you're not doing what you claim to do at all. You're pushing ideology now. And so no, no, thank you. And they had no idea about the leaked internal documents about their own organization. But when I told them about it, then they tried to defend it, even though they had even read up on it. They were like trying to defend it. Well, this is the other thing that I think it's an important thing to understand about why convergence happens. Cause it seems like a weird thing. Like why are they taking over these organizations? The reason is, and, and this is why we should be vigilant here, the reason is building a brand like the ACLU had takes years, lots of effort, lots of risks, lots of money, lots of human resources. It took a long time for the ACLU to build the brand where they were widely respected as being principled on individual liberties. And that, that took a long time. The social justice community can't, they can't with their own ideology build a brand with that much respect because their own ideology is, is abhorrent to most Americans. So what they need to do is steal the brand that's already ha that already has, steal a brand that already has brand equity, that already has positive uh, favorable views by, is, is viewed favorably by the population. They need to take that brand and hide behind it to implement their agenda. Because if they just started the ASJU, right? If they started the American Social Justice Union pushing this crap, no one would wanna support them. They need that brand and they're relying on people who don't realize that they've, they've been converged upon, that That's still think of the ACLU as the old ACLU. They're, take, they're stealing your money. They are, it's a fraud. They're committing fraud that like maybe not legally, but they're fraudulently like, oh, this is what you think of with the ACLU. Ha 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 ha. We're actually not that anymore, but we're not going to advertise that. Keep giving your money. Um, yeah. And that's what they and do. They, every organization, they mm -hmm. steal brands. They they're stole wearing the Google. brands as masks to yeah. trick you. They stole Google. They stole YouTube. They've converged at all these places. That's why these places, it's like SJWs didn't build anything Google. yeah they've never built anything yeah they go in and they convert yes just like parasites don't like they need the host they don't 
parasites don't like have their own little communities and and build stuff and whatever like parasites find a freaking host that's what they do social justice it's like the universities and schools are incubators for like the zygotes of social justice and they go out in the world and and they and they need a host and so they attach themselves to some host and eat it alive it's like that at the very beginning of the school you told me about visiting the middle school they are they are saying to you that the purpose of school is to create little zombies that are going to go out into the world and bite and infect other people. Yes, that's become their explicit purpose. But um, you can see the remnants of what once was a good school, right? What was once a school focused on academics. Um, but, you know, it's been hollowed out and still has, you know, there's still some, some good functioning organs. The, the, ba- the main problem with that, though, is uh, I would prefer incompetent social justice like you want social justice warriors at the head of incompetent organizations because they can't accomplish as much unfortunately they're very good at infiltrating the best most competent organizations and converting those obviously those are the targets right so they don't they're not trying to infiltrate gab they infiltrate twitter right they don't want to infiltrate your crappy startup that's competing with google they want to infiltrate google and that and because they go where the power is so. They, they are power hungry. Um, okay, I have to go. Carter, uh, try not to have any period cramps. Well, until I get back. <laughs> I yeah, know. you know what? I may give birth later, but, uh, you know, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Have a good day, Carrie. Take um, care, guys. Take care, everyone. Thank you for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing. Um, shout out to our subscribe star, Peeps. Uh, keep it coming. We love you. And the more you subscribe on Subscribestar and donate, the less Carrie has to go to real work. This is going to become our fun drive, isn't it? The less Carrie goes to work. Yes. <laughs> Carrie out of work. <laughs> yeah. right. Bye, guys. Bye.